Welcome, welcome to Divine Empowerment with Mercy, the realm of the supernatural where divinity meet with humanity. Come on, how are you today? How are you all doing today? Yes, let's talk about something that's so, so, so crucial. Amen. Let's talk. Let's talk, wins. Let us talk. This is a girl's talk, okay? So we're here to love on each other. No judgment, okay? So it's okay. Let's believe because God is not done. Okay, we look at the life of Esther. Esther was someone that came from nowhere. We know Esther came from nowhere because it was literally, she was literally an orphan, you know, an orphan, you know, Scotland, God bless you. Okay. So she was an orphan with her uncle. And God made a way for her to become who? The queen of our kingdom. Okay. We look at the life of Ruth, who was written off. Okay. Because I get this from most of my queens saying, oh, well, if I don't do this, you know, you know, I, I don't want to lose this person. I don't want to lose. So the, the last thing we want to do is to become uh, desperate. You, you, you can't afford to be desperate. Sister, queen, you are too beautiful, too dignified by the Lord. God has, is loving on you. You have no reason to be desperate, okay, for a relationship because it's a, it's a bad signal. It's a bad signal. It's a red flag, okay? You know, we can believe. Of course, we're here to, to believe and stand on God's word. God says, yes. He says, we will not lack commit. Isaiah 34, verse 16, say, you will not lock your mate. I will not lock my mate. Is going to the, the, the man God has for you. God is preparing you. God is preparing him. Come on. The two of you are being prepared by the same God who will line you up. See, when God was telling me about, about uh, Mary or Purpose Made Academy, he says, In this end time, I am going to match make kingdom marriages. Kingdom marriages for my glory and for the end time harvest of souls because when god told me i said okay so you are much making purpose made covenant so made for what he said for my glory and for the end time harvest of souls one thing i can assure you by the spirit of god is that there will be an avalanche of kingdom marriages god is going to orchestrate God is going to bring the, the miraculous coming together of kingdom couples. Because, you know, they are not here for, uh, you know, the normal thing. They are here for souls. They are here for purpose. They are here for God's glory. So, don't be desperate. Because you might be desperate for someone that's not even yours. That's not even God ordained. That's not even God, you know, God approved. Hallelujah. The scripture says we should not be unequally yoked. Because sometimes somebody that comes to church might not actually be a Christian. 
There are people coming to church to look for a wife that are not born again. Watch for that. Oh, I met him in church. You know, you know, he, he can, you know, they might be serving. At, you know, they might be leaders. They might be serving. That doesn't make somebody a candidate for you. Watch what the Spirit of God will tell you. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I was looking at God's word, you know, as in what are the fruits, the fruit of the Spirit. I think that's where we should focus, okay? The fruit of the Spirit should be our focus when we really want to know, is this person of God? Is this person, because it's the fruit we speak. Doesn't mean we are perfect. Doesn't mean we are, you know, we make mistakes. But our mistakes shouldn't be our base. Shouldn't be our, 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 you know, our resolve. The mistakes should not be our place of settlement. We shouldn't settle in our mistakes. Mistakes come, sure. But there are things we must know about whatever it is we are settling for. It has to be God. If it's not God, hello, brother. Hello, sister. Be careful. Be careful. You are rather alone, single, and enjoying the faithfulness of God while you wait for the one God has to you than to be in the wrong hand. Being in the wrong hand is not, it's not the most, you know, uh, sad thing. It is when it's over with the wrong one, getting back on your feet. So all of those things have to be considered. It's not like overnight uh, thing, or you're married for five years, 10 years, and our relationship is over. No, you just don't get over like that. See, this is why we must avoid even putting ourselves in such shoes. Let's avoid it. Let's do away with what we can do away with. Hallelujah. So that we don't have to deal with stuff that we have no business dealing with. Are you hearing me? So I just came out to share with you today reasons why you must. I must. Hello. Yeah. We must watch out. It's not somebody that's coming to church. You met in church. Okay. You can meet someone in the grocery store and they can be more of God than someone in church who's probably a leader, probably a deacon, probably, you know, uh, a, a leader. A, a, a departmental head, you know, head or uh, just call themselves a Christian. There are people that are not born again. They are in church. They are leading. They are head of departments. Okay? And so don't let anyone fool you. Look for the fruits. Look for the fruit. The fruit of the Spirit is love, is joy, is peace. Is patience, is kindness, is goodness, is faithfulness, is gentleness, self-control. Okay? Because people can be quoting all the Bible. Be fluent with Genesis from Genesis to Revelation. And still have no fruit. It's only the fruit we know that you are of God. Because the fruit can tell. 
The food cannot lie. Hello, somebody. So be very, very careful that you are not settling for anything less than the will of God, the best of God for you. Okay? Don't waste your dating season for something other than trying to know who this person is. In prayer, in fasting, don't go into anything with anybody until it is all said and done by the Lord that this is it. Okay? So let's be mindful of that. Let's be mindful of that. You know, I met a, a sister who said, oh, we met in church. This person came to their church and, uh, you know, because the, the face and the attitude people bring, you know, and put on the outside, will, you know, can always be whatever they want to show. By the end of the day, it boils down to what are you settling for? Look out. Look out how they handle pressure. Look out how uh, they love. Do they love one side? Is, is you just loving? Are they loving you back? Okay? Are they joyful? Or do they sap your joy? Do they just empty you and you feel empty? Okay. Are they peaceful? Or they're just unleashing chaos on you? Are they peaceful? What do you feel around them? What do they feel? What do you feel around them? Pardon me. Do, they, you, do you feel a sense of peace, serenity, the presence of God? Do you, do you, are they patient? Are they patient with you? Are you hearing me? Are they patient with you? Glory to God. Are they kind? Are they kind to you? Are they kind to people? You can't be kind to people and don't be kind to the one that you want to be in a relationship with. This doesn't just come, you know, it's not about just giving somebody some millions of dollars. There are little, little ways of showing kindness, right? You know, are they good? Do they have any form of goodness in them? Goodness that shows, you know, you know this is beyond human. This is, has to do with their relationship with God. Hallelujah. Are they faithful? Are they faithful to themselves, faithful to God, and faithful to the call? Are they faithful? Are they faithful to whatever they do? Are they faithful to what they believe? It's wanted to believe that I shouldn't lie. It's another thing to lie, to just live a life of lies, you know, because people feel it's okay to lie. You know? Is it, uh, do they have self-control? Do they have self-control? Watch out for all of that. Watch out for all of that. Okay? So that is what I came to share with you today. It's a pretty short message. But I just want someone to understand, you know, that seeking God's guidance for your relationship is important. Okay? Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding, in all your ways, in all that you know, acknowledge the Lord, and he will make straight your paths. By praying for your future spouse, you know, pray, pray, pray. You know, that you, or your, that you 
are acknowledging your dependence on God, on God's wisdom, God's wisdom to know who this person is, for God to unveil whatever you, you need to know about them. It is something that you can pray about, that she should know and pray about, so that coach singles, you know, there are things that God can reveal to you that you can begin to pray. There are things that are red, red flags, and there are things that are just things that you should pray. Of course we should pray. It's a general, uh, uh, you know, uh, thing to do, as in pray for whoever God is bringing into your life. Pray for them. You don't know what they are going through. You don't know what's going on in their lives. In their life, you don't, uh, you just pray and make sure you always lift, lift them up in the place of prayer. That whatever they are going through, you know, whatever they are passing through, God will bring them out. God will bless them. God will pray for their health. Pray for their peace. Pray for their state of mind. Pray, pray, pray that they find you. Pray that the wrong person will not come into their life and will swerve him away from connecting to you. Pray. Pray always. It's important to pray. It's not just believing. It's not just expecting. Don't be desperate. Pray. Pray. Prayer is going to be the foundation which we, you will build this family, this amazing adventure that God has set before you. Amen? Two, God's perfect timing. Remember, our timing is different from God's timing, right? This is why you cannot be desperate. You cannot. Ecclesiastes 3.1, for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven. There is a time, there is a season. That season could be now. So are you prepared? Are you ready? <laughs> are you ready? Are you prepared? Amen. Three. Okay. So, okay, number two, that was, let's, let's know that better. Knowing that he has a perfect plan for your life, come on, is a great place to, to be at, you know, at peace. Be at peace with yourself. Be at peace. You know, some of you are saying, oh, well, there are no good men out there. Hello, there are. You better believe it so you can receive. There are good men out there. Oh, some say, ah, not enough men because some men are not women anymore, are not men anymore. That's not the case for you if you believe. That should not be the case for you if you truly believe God has created someone for you and set someone aside just for you. Do you get? It? Yes. Yes. So, what's your job? Your job is to remain, ask God to help you remain patient and wait for the right person to come into your life. Don't force anyone into your life. Don't force anyone. And some of you might have met the right one, but it's not the right time. And so timing is everything. If you are ready and that person is not ready, you will be forcing stuff. You will be, you know, showing some desperation, which might not work well on the wrong, long run. So you might as well allow God to lead. Let God lead. Don't force anything. Don't go ahead of God. Don't fast track anything from yourself. Don't let it come from you. Let God be the one 
taking you from day to day, from you know, you know, the way, whatever, how he wants to do it. Just relax. <laughs> say, I'm going to relax. Hey, say that. I'm going to relax. Say to yourself, I am going to relax and enjoy the journey, the process. I'm not going to stress. I'm not going to be frustrated. Come on. I'm not going to be desperate. I'm going to enjoy the ride. Come on, say that to yourself. I'm going to enjoy the ride. Amen. <laughs> Number three, spiritual unity. Second Corinthians 6.14 says, do not be unequally yoked with unbelievers by praying for your future spouse. Guess what? You are seeking someone who shares your faith and values. Because I've heard some of you say, well, it doesn't matter, you know, if if they have some kind of, you know, uh, heart for religion, you know, uh, you know, they like to go to church, you know, at least they like to go to church. Hello. Don't endanger your life, my sister. Don't endanger your life, my brother. You know why? Because an unbeliever is an unbeliever. An unbeliever is an unbeliever. Don't risk your life marrying an unbeliever. It's like seeing a prison cell and just put yourself in it, thinking that you know someone will come and bail you out. No, don't do that to yourself. Okay? Don't you you have to marry someone that shares the same value with you, the same value, the same, you sharing the same value, the same faith. There's nothing to argue about because you agree on the same level. Hello? Have you ever heard someone who was married, you know, they were married, happily married, until this this man of God says, oh, he was going into the ministry. God was leading him to the ministry. The woman, hell broke up, broke on them. As in, she said, I'm, I didn't marry a preacher. I did not marry a preacher. If you are married to someone, and you truly born again, and you 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 married by purpose. If God is leading your husband to do something, your job is to pray, agree with him, Lord. Let your will be done in all of this that he has said. Let your will be done. that should be your next move towards whatever he shared. Is pray with him, Lord. Let your will be done. I'm here to support. I'm here with all, whatever God wants. There's no argument to a woman that is born again, that is married to a man by purpose. God's plan goes forth. And there's no argument. No, there is no argument. But the woman said, no, she didn't marry, you know, a, a preacher. And that... You can tell what that would, would do to that relationship or what that did to their relationship. Don't just marry. Marry by purpose. Because you never know 
how God will move you, you know, will take you places and what God will have you do. You might have started small with your business. Maybe God is taking that business to another dimension. You might have started a small group of prayer meeting. And God is saying now, you know, at a later time in the in 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 the, in, in years to come, and God is saying now, you know, go register this ministry because you are going full term or you are going to expand this. If you're not married to someone who were who all the while believed that God has brought you guys together for a purpose, and there is a purpose to this marriage, they might divorce you, or they might just make begin to treat you in such a way that you will have to divorce them. That's not the will of God. So save yourself from all these, you know, things that can be prevented. Purpose is progressive. Purpose is, is fluid. Purpose is, is, is it's like a spring water, a spring river, where the, the water comes out fresh every single moment. There's a fresh, you know, purple of the spring. That is what purpose is all about. God will be breathing. God will be, uh, you know, uh, 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 revealing, giving visions for greater things, for more things, for, for his glory, for souls. So if anyone you're connected to is not happy with the visions or questioning the visions and don't want to cooperate, you might have connected with the wrong one. Okay, I, I met a young lady, beautiful lady, who, uh, according to her story, to her story, she's uh, connected to this guy who they've been friends. And so they've uh, been talking about marriage or, you know, it might lead to marriage. But she found out that this guy always make mockery of what she loves to do. She loves to teach children. She loves to be around children. She's a teacher. And she loves to teach children too in, in, in church. And so the the guy said, Oh, is that all you're gonna be doing? Just teaching these children? Just teaching these children? She said, Of course, I like teaching children. I derive fulfillment in teaching children. You know, she, he always tried to say things that put her down, that make her feel less of who she, she is. And while she was sharing, I could see her tears coming out already. Like you can tell how hurting, how uh, how she felt broken by the things this guy was saying about what really matters to her. Like this is her career. She loves to teach children. She, she teaches children in school too, you know, and in church. And so instead of this guy to say to tell her, oh well, wow, like commend her, like. Just pour into her and let her feel good about what she does. It doesn't mean if you really have self-confidence and you know who you are, you know, you don't wait for people's affirmation. You don't wait for people to validate you. But for someone in your life that's not validating, that that is trying to put what you do, that you the things that actually gives you joy and fulfillment, you don't need a prophet. A prophet or a prophecy to let yourself know that this person might not belong to you, might not be 
for you. Because the first cheerleader you should have should be someone that you call your husband to be or your TNC or your friend that's leading to a, a, a very, uh, you know, more committed relationship. She was devastated with what this guy, but I said, have you ever told him, you know, have you ever discussed with him about the way he, you know, he approaches when you talk about uh, your career, what you do for church and how you help those babies in church? He said, um, he said, no, every time he, she tries to say something, he always brings something up. He always, every time he, she tries to get his attention to for them to talk about why she does what she does and the, the joy she derives in what she loves to do. This guy always try to, you know, you know, end the end the uh, the conversation or just bring some something else up. So, so I said, what is your what are what what do you plan to do from here? She said, I feel like uh, I feel like I might be, you know, breaking up with him. Because we, we have a, a choice. It, it, there is nothing that is, uh, there's something that is as in, we didn't see the red flag. The red flag is always there. The red flag will always be there. But do we choose to see it and address it? And she said, if I talk to him, I think this, uh, I think he doesn't want to end the relationship. That's why he doesn't want me to talk about it. Because if I don't talk about it, I'm going to end the relationship. But how can you want someone in your life that you don't want them to, uh, to, to advance or to be happy with what they do, as in? So she made up her mind with tears in her eyes uh, that she loved the guy, but this might be the end because she does not want to, to, to live without a purpose. But this is her purpose. And I said, what does he do? And I, I can't remember what he said about him. He's not in ministry per se, you know, but he walks somewhere, you know? So, you know, if he hasn't found himself, if he doesn't have a purpose yet, as in purpose, purpose, he wouldn't understand where you're coming from, baby. You <laughs> wouldn't understand. So I will ask you to take things to take things easy with him and pray and pray that God should show you what to do. So don't settle until God settles you. You are better being by yourself than being with the wrong person. See, there are many people that are married that are praying to get out of the marriage. As I'm speaking to you now, there are people in relationships that are praying and say, God, how did I get here? I want to get out. Because of what they are seeing, what they are going through, wasn't what they thought. The person they are in a relationship with is not who they thought they were. They are not who they thought they were. Okay? Because some of them probably saw the, all of the red flags, but thought they could change. You see that term? Oh, uh, they're going to change. They'll try to change. Don't even try to change anybody. You cannot change who doesn't want to change. You cannot change who 
You are not God. Unless somebody is ready to change, they can change. Anybody can change that want to change. But don't try to enforce change on anybody. It's not going to work. Are you hearing me? It won't work. Yeah, man, you're just going to, you know, put yourself in a place where, you know, don't, don't do that. Don't do that. Amen. Okay. Pray for your, who God has for you. As we look at emotional and physical well-being in First Peter chapter 5 and 7, it encourages us to cast all anxieties on the Lord because he cares for us. Praying for your future spouse will always include praying for their emotional and physical. You don't know what they are going through. You don't know what they went, what they went through in their previous relationship. You don't even know the condition of their being. So pray, 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 pray. When you don't know what to pray, I say pray in the Holy Ghost. Of course you don't really, especially if you are not, if you, don't, if you haven't met them, you wouldn't know exactly what they need, right? But if you haven't met them, there's a way to go about it. Pray in tongues. Holy Spirit knows who is bringing, who God is bringing into your life. And Holy Spirit can lead you to pray prayers Pray prayers that they need at this moment will help you to pray through because he helps our infirmities. Amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So pray. Pray for their health, their overall happiness, knowing that God cares for them deeply as he cares for you, as God is preparing you. Ask God to prepare them. Lord, you are preparing me. There are things that you are going through. You think they are just situations, they are just the enemy trying. No, God is using all of these things that you are going through to prepare them. And you pray for them and let God know that whatever they are going through to prepare them for me, that you are using to prepare them for me, that you will give them victory, that you will give them strength, you will give them you know, a grace in the place of prayer, fasting, that they will come through as God is bringing you through. He's bringing them through. And you are coming together for the kingdom assignment. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number five, preparation for marriage. Proverbs 24, 27 advises, prepare your work outside. Prepare your work outside. Get everything ready for yourself in the field. And after that, build your house. Prepare for your future spouse. Prepare. This is why Marry Your Purpose Made Academy is here to help somebody. It's an online course. Okay, you might be asking, what is Marry Your Purpose Made Academy? Marry Your Purpose Made Academy is a scripture-based online course that is, you know, simply uh, designed to help queens, my single sisters and brothers to Prepare. It prepares you. It's a pre-marital course that prepares you to discover you so you can discover who you are. And then you, not, you can now discover, it will help you to discover who God has for you, who fits in that place, called husband or wife, the wifey material. Who, how do you discover that? It's after you have discovered who you are. It positions you to discover. That's what we, that's what we teach. That's what we coach, okay? We coach this on our platform, Mary Purpose 
marry your purpose mate or call me or marry your covenant soulmate or call me. It prepares you. You now know you. When you know you, you know who fits in your space. In this space, call husband or wife. And then you are able to seize the moment. And you are able to sustain what God has given to you. And much, much, much more that we go deep, 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 deep by the help of the Holy Spirit. It's online course. We also have it as, it's an online course, pardon me. We also have it as one-on-one -on -one that some of my clients choose to be on one-on-one -on -one with me, okay? Because to, to them, they want to, you know, be, uh, you know, they want to be in conversation with me uh, as in uh, interactive, come on, while the, the coaching is on. They have questions, uh, spiritual questions there. They have prophetic questions, you know, as in, as we go on, God reveals some things. So people prefer to be one-on-one -on -one when I'm coaching this, you know, when, when I'm doing my coaching, people prefer more one-on-one -on -one because they are able to ask questions when God speaks to them. Amen. Amen. So it's important to prepare. Remember that wedding is few hours. It's a, it's a ceremony. But marriage itself is life. It's as long as you both live. So we cannot be busy preparing for what would last, you know, for two days. That is if you are doing, you know, uh, overnight, or like pre-wedding get-together. And as we, they say it in, my, in Africa, they call it the traditional, right? And then the, the main, main wedding. Few hours. Let's not put everything in these hours of celebration. And forgetting the real assignment is marriage. And marriage is work. It's important to prepare our heart towards what we are entering into. Amen. Amen. So, with that said, let's know. We are to focus on becoming the best partner. We are to focus. You are to focus. I am, I am to focus on being the best. You being the best. Not waiting to, to receive the best. Be the best for you right now. Becoming the best partner you can be and to develop, develop qualities that we contribute, qualities that we contribute to a healthy and loving relationship. Because the last thing you want to do as a single person is to not heal from your past. It's, not to, it's to not heal from whoever hurt you. If you don't heal, you're going to bleed on the innocent blessing God has given you. And that might not go well. And you don't want to bleed on the person that has not caught you. You don't want to bleed on the one that is here to bless you. You can't. Because if you are not healed, you will see your past in this new thing God has done for you. The new marriage, new relationship, amazing man, amazing woman. If you are not here from your past, you'll begin to see your past in your present. And even your past in your future. 
And that is not the will of God for you. So choose to heal. I host a program. You know, you can, you can register for it. If you need healing, yeah, come aboard. You can heal if you choose to. And if you don't heal, you cannot find the right one. You cannot even become the right one. You cannot be the best of yourself until you heal. Listen, healing is for you. It's not for, you know, it's not for the person that hurts you. And your healing can only begin the day you say you forgive, the day you let go, the day you release who hurt you. Don't hold on to bitterness. Don't hold on to resentment. Let's let's start. Don't hold on to unforgiveness. Don't hold on to resentment. Don't hold on to bitterness. It can only lead to the worst of the worst situation in life that you don't want to be part of. You You want to leave. Forgiveness is your gift to yourself because you love yourself too much. Does it mean God is just, just going to let them go like that? Did that hurt you? It's up to him. If God let them go like that, no worries. Just for your sake, forgive them. Release them. And receive your blessing. Don't do yourself. Someone said, I, I don't think I would be able to forgive this person. And says, forgive. Forgive them. For whose sake? For your sake. You're not forgiving them for them. You're forgiving them for you. Hallelujah. Did you get it? Yes. So, hallelujah. Proverbs 24, 27. Prepare. If there's a time to prepare for God, what God has for you, it is right now. Prepare now to receive what God has ordained for you. For more information about Mary or Purpose Made Academy, whether one-on-one or the online course, pardon me, for the online course or for the one-on-one, I encourage you now. Click the link in my bio somewhere and you can check out. You can check out our programs. I believe it will be a blessing to you. Amen. 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 If you are watching this, you are not saved. You know that you are not born again. You know that you know that you know. As we close out today, pray consistently for your future spouse. Aligns, you know, we're seeking God's guidance. It's, you are telling the Lord, I don't have it. I need you. I need you to guide me, to lead me. If I haven't done this before, you know, I have not done this before, I need you. And if you have done it before, you made mistakes. Like some of us, hello, Lord, I did it before, it wasn't right. And now I need you because I can't even do anything until you are leading me. This time around, it's either you're 100% saying this is it or I'm not going to show up. I'm not going to align myself. Amen. It has to be you, 24, you know, Peace up, 100%. Amen. So make up your mind. 
okay? Uh, a woman, uh, you know, said the other day, she has waited for so long, so it doesn't matter who comes now, she will just, don't do that. No, you are too, too purposed, uh, purposed, how will I say? You will, God has so much in you, has invested so much in you to just settle for anybody. You have purpose. You just want to throw away and discard your purpose just for any man that comes your way because you're tired of waiting. Don't do that to yourself. Sister, the Lord loves you. He cares about you. Don't do that to yourself. Be patient with God because he is coming through for you. And it will make sense when it's all said and done. Oh, this is why it took so long. If God is preparing something big for you, you better know. Good things take a little more time. Amen. 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 So today, know that uh, you should continue to seek God, seek God consistently, trust in his timing. Desire spiritual unity. Be at peace with yourself and with God. Care for your well-being and the well-being of the one that you continue to pray for. And prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. Prepare yourself. And keep preparing yourself. Amen. Amen. If you don't have Jesus, say with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Say with me. Say, Lord Jesus. I come to you just as I am. I am very sorry for all of my sins. With my heart, I believe. With my mouth, I confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' precious name, amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Have you subscribed? Thank you for being here. So I pray for you today, the grace to stand, the grace to keep keeping on with God, in God, in all of his power and grace, receive now in Jesus' name. You will not settle. I prophesy upon your life. You will not settle until God settles you. You will not settle until God settles you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Bye-bye.